It's your host, Tish and Mello, bringing you your weekly dose of cultural realness and entertainment. So check your feelings at the door, because you are now about to get passionate with two, two angry black women. Welcome back to another passion-filled episode of Two Angry Black Women. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. So y'all already know. We're about to just go ahead and jump on into this thing. So sis, in a world full of unbothered people, what's bothering you this week? This damn weather. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Atlanta done lost his mind. You hear me? Yeah. Sis, yeah. Just last week it was springtime for real. Yeah, baby. Went to them, brought her goddamn frosty ass back. You hear me? And then she about to leave again. Like the it's it's doing too much. <laughs> I can't decide what I need to wear. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what to walk out the house with. Listen, cannot cannot do I wear a sundress? Or do I have to put my damn snow boots on? Right. Like, what? 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 I, I just need to understand what this weather is. Maybe I need to wear a sundress with snow boots. You know what? I think that's actually probably your best bet. Mm. I'm about to start a new trend. Listen. <laughs> Sundresses and snow boots, like They're going to be like, oh, Mello, fly. Girl. Now, Mello's just confused because I- she don't know what the weather going to be. <laughs> Because it's going to be one temperature in the morning. It's going to be another temperature in the afternoon. It's going to be another one by evening time. Child, I'm trying to tell you. Just got to layer up. This layer up season. Yeah, it really is. Absolutely. But sis, what about you? What, what got you going? You know, <laughs> so, you know, after Nipsey Hussle's funeral, you know, a lot of people were ranting and raving about, you know, the um the speech that Lauren London did mm-hmm. and just listening to what, you know, she how she described him mm-hmm. and what he was to her. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Because I'm trying to figure out where the hell you going with this. <laughs> and, you know, everybody started doing the whole... Oh, I wish I had what Nipsey and Lauren had. And you, you know, basically like you niggas ain't no Nipsey hustles. And, you know, the men are like you, you women ain't no Lauren London's. And everybody just, everybody just started bashing each other at that point. And it's just really annoying to me because the truth is like most, nobody is neither. Mm-hmm. Because Lauren London is Lauren London, and Nipsey Hussle was Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, and and the truth of the matter is, I'm just not one for relationship goals in general. Like that's a that's a phrase I hate. Like mm-hmm. to a T. Yeah. Um, we don't know what the nature of their relationship was. Mm-hmm. They had broken up at one point, got back together. Like they didn't have this perfect relationship. So right. let's just throw that out there. But you know, just the fact that like folks is really out here trying to down niggas because they not Nipsey or trying yeah. to down women because you know they not a Lauren, and I'm just like, but y'all, most people would not have been able to appreciate either one of them. Just mm-hmm. being honest, so that was my whole thing. Cause, okay, you know, listen, niggas want people act want to act like they just want them a Nipsey hustle so bad. You, if you saw a nigga walk around your house burning sage and praying over your house, most of y'all hoes would be laughing at that nigga. Wouldn't even want to deal with him. But you know. 
She said what she said. <laughs> just, just saying, man. You got to be a different type of person to appreciate the spiritual balance that man had. Like, most of you hoes wouldn't even appreciate that. So, yeah. And we don't even know what it took for him to get there. Exactly. And they both explain about being hurt people and how they brought each other up to a place to where they could love each other like they did. Absolutely. So that thing took some work, baby. Some work, some ups, some downs. So, you know, you don't know what people have to go through to get to, like you said, where they at. So Mm -hmm. stop being so quick to want to claim something because sometimes when you claiming something, you also Mm -hmm. claiming the journey to get there. And that's the part that nobody really knows. Yes. And talking about journeys, Mm -hmm. today we're going to talk about a little journey so let's just dive right into our passionate topic of the day. What are we talking about? Today we are talking about when is enough enough, right? And we're talking about when is enough enough when it comes to relationships and marriages. You know, sometimes we find ourselves stuck somewhere or in a place and maybe we shouldn't be there. So what brought this topic to our attention or not to our attention, but what made us want to talk about it is Wendy Williams. You know, she recently served her husband with some divorce papers. And so a lot of people are like, well, our good sis, Wendy, should have been left that nigga. Okay. (laughs) Because he was doing some low down stuff and folks felt like she should have been out that situation. And so, you know, finally she reached her breaking point where she was like, okay, I'm done and I'm out. But, you know, when it comes to for better or for worse, how long do you stick around? Yeah. And, you know, I think that's something to really explore because I think this has been an issue that people have been trying to find a balance to for quite some time, mm-hmm. um, especially in the black community, because our favorite quote is, you know, well, we want a marriage like grandma and them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, well, <laughs> the thing about grandma and them is right. they was dealing with some stuff. Yeah. We got whole sets of cousins and stuff that we don't even know. Because grandpa was having outside kids. Some of, some of, you know, your grandma kids, your grandfather don't believe it's his. And, you know, is you know, because he, you know, they look a little different than, you know, their siblings and stuff like that. You know, it's a lot of stuff that went on back in grandmama and them day. And so, but we, we, and so I guess that that's causing people to be in this place in today's society where it's like, okay, where's the balance? Mm-hmm. And for me to get longevity, do I have to deal with outside children and, mm-hmm. you know, whole other families and, you know, all the abuse or all of the, you know, infidelities? Is that what I have to endure in order right. to get my happily ever after, quote unquote? Mm-hmm. Or is there a point where you can say enough is enough and it's right. time to walk away? And if there is, when is that point? And you know what? I think that may look different for everybody, right? I think that point looks different for everybody because I know for me, Melo Janae, (laughs) please understand. I ain't going to be with no nigga who been cheating on me for over half of my marriage. That's just, that's just that. I like it. No. And I know people say you can't say what you never. No, never. I won't. Just know whether it's a marriage, a relationship, you know, 
I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be with somebody that's been cheating on me for half a decade, then go and have a fucking baby on me. Oh, hell no. Because to me, a habitual cheater says a lot about how they feel about you mm-hmm. and how much they respect you or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Um, how much they think they can get away with. Right. This isn't a one time, oh, y'all was in a rough place. They had a moment of vulnerability. And even that, you know what I'm saying? That's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Different people are willing to put up with that and work through that or whatever. Others aren't. And that's there's no right or wrong answer to that. But to me, a habitual cheater, yeah. somebody who continuously, like, that's just what they do. Mm-hmm. They, that, like you said, they're having babies on you. They out here just, like, consistently messing around with not only just the same chick, but some multiple chicks or mm-hmm. multiple men. Like... You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like when you're dealing with a habitual cheater, mm-hmm. no. Like, no. Because to me, that says I have no I have yeah. no encouragement to change. Yeah. I'm okay with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And as long as you okay with what I'm doing, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yep. Yep. And I think that's exactly what happened with Wendy because I just would not be okay with a nigga moving his mistress down the street in the same neighborhood we live in. Huh? Then... You buying her a car, and I get that business, their business was tied together, but that was Wendy's money. Ain't nobody know her husband like that. Yeah, he was an executive producer on the show and all that shit, but look, that was all her money. And then you spending my good money on the next bitch? Oh, you got me effed up. For real. Girl, pick up your mouth. Pick up your lips. Because I cannot. I did not know. No, that's too much. That's too much. that's blatant disrespect. Yeah, that's that's blatant disrespect. And you and you know, yeah, that's just they, that's blatant disrespectful mm-hmm. at that point. Like you just you just don't care Mm-mm. at that point. You don't care about my feelings. You don't care about my reputation. You don't care about nothing. Like mm-hmm. that's embarrassing. Yeah, and like it got to her so much that you know she relapsed. Oh, no. You know, and so, like, to me, when it starts to affect your health, your, you know, whether it's physical or mental, Mm. like, you got to go. You got to get up out that thing. That's sad. Like, for real. That's sad. And I think, you know, and I think that's something to talk about because, you know, everybody knows that relationships are work. Mm -hmm. If you don't, then you under a rock somewhere. Like, you got to understand that relationships, they, they take work. They take work, they take effort, you know, um, there's a lot that you have to put into them, a lot of compromise, a lot of being understanding, a lot of humility, a lot of, you know, dying to self. It takes a lot, but there are limits. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing where, and I think everybody is trying to find what that limit is for them. Yeah. And it's very difficult when you have society trying to tell you what that limit is. You got Mm -hmm. your friends and your family trying to tell you what that limit is. But the truth of the matter is everybody has to find that limit for them. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to figure out what you're willing to, you know, give and put into these Mm -hmm. relationships and what you're willing to put up with, what you're not willing to Mm -hmm. put up with, what can you handle, what can't you handle, what you don't want to handle. Mm -hmm. You got to figure out all of that stuff. Yeah. Because there's a difference between the work that you just got to put in for a relationship and just downright being dragged through the mud. Right. There's a, there's a difference. Right. Yeah, and I wish sometimes though we would people would figure that out sooner rather than yeah. later. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people waste a lot of good years dealing with a bunch of bull. 
like a yep. lot of good years, Absolutely. you know, and you hear people and I know we can't look back on life, you know, thinking about shoulda, coulda, woulda, but sometimes yeah, you shoulda, coulda, woulda. Listen, I've, I've seen it with people. I've been that person. Like you do, you look back and you're like, what? Why? What was? Why you couldn't get it together yes. sooner? Why you couldn't figure it out sooner? And I think, and I know for me and my my situation, mm-hmm. that was the case. Like not learning the balance sooner between, or knowing the difference mm-hmm. between putting in work mm-hmm. for something and trying to make something work, and just completely being misused Mm. right like and i think so many people are struggling to see Mm. the difference i watched that in my mom yeah you know like being with someone and in her mind and she'll tell you like in her mind she just thought okay well everybody tell you you gotta be there for your man you gotta support Mm -hmm. him be there right or die and so that's what she thought she was doing and then in the end it was like no like i'm being used Right. I'm being used and abused at this point. Like this ain't me just supporting him. This is me being completely used up. Mm-hmm. And that's where people got to figure out where that balance lies for them. What's the difference for them? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's funny. I can't speak for men because I'm not a man. Right. But for women, and I've, I observed this a lot is that we go out of our way to try to prove to men that we're worthy. Mm-hmm. Like, that we're worthy. And so, even when they're effing up, we feel like we did something wrong. And so, then we're again trying to make ourselves the person we need to be so that they won't do that again because it's our fault. Obviously, we did something wrong. And we put ourselves in situations and we stay in these fucked up situations because our mentality sometimes is really... That that line of thinking is really crazy. It's effed up. But you're right, though. You're right. Like, that's exactly what it is. Uh, what book is that? Uh, Men are from Mars, Women are from Venus. Mm-hmm. Lord, I ain't never had nobody put it so plain and simple that I was able to relate to it. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, he talks about, like, the greatest fear of a man and the greatest fear of a woman. Mm-hmm. And he said that, you know, the greatest fear that a woman has is that she's not worthy of the love she desires. Oh. And... Just hearing you say that, like, Mm -hmm. that's really what it boils down to. Mm -hmm. Like, women, because we're, like you said, it's almost like because from a childhood, right? From childhood, we are groomed Mm -hmm. to gain the affection of a man. Absolutely. And that that is where our worth is. Mm -hmm. That is where our value lies in how much men desire us. Right. And how much men want us. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when we get in relationships the minute something goes wrong, we feel like you said, we feel like we did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Now we question whether or not do we deserve it? Like, am I worthy of it? Okay, I, I had to have messed up. It mm-hmm. had to be me. And we go into fix it mode. We go mm-hmm. into trying to, you know, do whatever we can to try to make it work. Overcompensate. Just doing Ooh. the most. You know what I'm saying? And some it's some most of the time it's not you. Yeah. It's not you, and I just wish people would realize that, and then people find themselves staying in an effed up situation because there are people out there that manipulate you and turn it and make you believe that it really is. Mm-hmm. Girl, That listen, that is real life right there. Manipulation is real. Yeah. Like, you know, people got, you know bad with the whole R. Kelly situation and mm-hmm. you know people talked about those women and well why they didn't just leave and you know they, they could have left at their own free will and blah 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 but it's like y'all don't understand the true depths of manipulation. The power of it. It's real. It is a powerful thing. 
it feels like it truly feels like mental bondage. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like you have like a lasso wrapped around your mm-hmm. brain and you've truly gotten convinced mm-hmm. that you don't want to con- disconnect from this person and that everything that is going wrong is mm-hmm. because of you. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think um I think all of that plays a part and you know, it's just it's just sad to watch people be in situations that they don't have to be. Right. Right. That they could walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, that they do deserve better. Because mm-hmm. I think there is some underlying tone, especially for, you know, for women. Because especially for black women, man, when you get these statistics thrown at you every mm-hmm. other day about how many men there aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, about how few black women get married mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. I think there becomes this um, desperation. Mm-hmm. That starts to play a part in relationships because now it's, well, if this doesn't work out, who knows how long it'll be before I get another right. one. So let me just try to make this work. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a sad, like that's sad that it, like we even have to feel that way. Mm. It, it truly is. Um, and um, I, we've been feeling that way for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yep. A very long time. I mean, because you, you see it a lot of women later and later, you know, because they're holding out for marriage and all this stuff. You see them not having children and something they desperately want, the marriage, the family. They want that whole thing. And slowly but surely they see that dream and those years just eating away for them. And it just really sucks. But when you do find yourself, I just don't think that people should settle though for a situation. I don't care if you, you know, you have kids or whatever the case may be. You got to be happy. Yeah. You have to be happy too. It's, it's you no, deserve that. You deserve that. Just like how you be pouring into your children and trying to make sure that they're okay. They're mm-hmm. taken care of. You have to make sure that you are too. Mm-hmm. So sir, ma'am, if that person you're not happy in that situation, let that shit go. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's easier said than done. But we really need to start doing it. That's it. Because a lot of us be staying in situations based on fear and being comfortable. Absolutely. But not because we're happy. Mofos be walking around here miserable. Miserable as hell. And they be lashing out and doing other things. And they be having these maladaptive um, coping skills Mm -hmm. because they're unhappy. Yep. People be so unhappy, but they live in the American dream. Yep. Or whatever dream it is in their head that, you know what I'm saying, forces them to stay in that situation. It sucks. It does suck. It's sad. And I think that when you... On top of that, right, when you have people who did go through all of that and then they overcame it, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, because we still don't be knowing, Mm -hmm. I think people hold on to that as hope. Mm -hmm. It was funny because I was... um, I was watching... What was I watching? Oh, I was watching Homecoming, the Beyonce Netflix special. Mm And, you know, I'm watching, you know, the moments when, you know, Jay-Z's on there and I'm, I'm looking at the interaction. And all I'm thinking about is the tumultuous relationship that these two have had. And I'm like, you know, I'm glad they seem to be in a better place. I mean, this is for all we know. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, man, I remember thinking to myself, 
I don't want to have to go through all of that. I don't want to have to deal with all of that. I don't. Go through the storm to see the rainbow. Listen, <laughs> I'm not trying to do that because, like, she done been through some stuff with that man. And when you really think about the lyrics of her songs, like, it's not all entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like, she really is pouring her heart out on these tracks. And when you really listen through the years... You know, I'm watching these performances, but I'm listening to these words, and I'm like, this nigga done pull her through some stuff. Like, sis done been through it. Sis really been through it. And I don't even think we truly understand mm-hmm. to the depth of what she's had to go through um, to experience these type of things. And then, you know, being a celebrity, you got to go through that stuff publicly. Like, I just, it's sad because people will hold on to that example, though. Mm-hmm. People will look at people like them and mm-hmm. say, well, they got through it. And you hear her in her lyrics trying to prove her worth. Oh, yes. I she tried trying. to make it, what she said, I tried to keep it sexy. I tried mm-hmm. to keep it fun. I, You know, all these things I because I wanted to you not to have a reason to step out. I, I tried to be this perfect woman for you and it still wasn't good enough. Yep. You know, I always kept it sexy. I always kept it fun. But you even still... You know, and you think about the fact, too, you know, some people are like, damn, man, you got the baddest bitch in the game. You going to step out on that front? Yep. But that's a different conversation. Yep. About. Brokenness. Um, Sex and. Oh, yeah. Desire and lust. And we need to do a topic on that. Absolutely. But, um, but even the brokenness behind it. Because yeah, he talked about yeah. how his childhood played a part in his Plus infidelities. That. So. But, ooh. It got to come off, girl. <laughs> Yeah, my nail broke. And it's, it's hanging on by a thread. <laughs> and it's so painful, but it's just that last piece because it's attached to skin. Yeah. <sighs> the struggle. The woes of having long nails. Yeah. Let's just say that. The struggle. But yeah, like, and you're right. You hear her in her lyrics. Mm-hmm. V- vying for mm-hmm. his attention. Mm-hmm. Vying to do whatever she can mm-hmm. to make it work. Yeah, and then saying, even though I've given you chance after chance, I'm going to give you one more chance because I really want you to get it right. Yeah. I don't want to be my mom and dad. Yeah, because that's basically what she she said it. Like, she wanted hers to work. Yes. So we're going to restate our vows to each other. We're going to recommit to each other. We're going to do this. We're going to start over. Right. But when is enough enough? When are you going to stop giving a person chance, a person that has hurt you? When are you going to stop giving them chances? When are you going to say, okay, we can't start over anymore? Yeah. We've started over a few times. It's time for me to start over, just not with you. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I think part of the issue is, and now this is the couple's counselor starting to come out, but at this point, I think the biggest issue is people ignore the signs Mm -hmm. before marriage. Yeah. Because they didn't, you know, rarely do people just decide to up and just start becoming a habitual cheater mm-hmm. after y'all got married. Yeah. Nine out of ten, they were already doing this dumb stuff beforehand and they showed you signs beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, but you hoped yeah. that saying I do was going to slow them down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of times people have to be willing to disconnect mm-hmm earlier when the warning signs first present themselves um because people tend to especially people that are like habitual like that they tend to give telltale Mm -hmm. signs and people gotta start 
starting to bite the bullet earlier and when they start to see the warning signs be like you know what mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not gonna change are you <laughs> right this is who you are huh yeah that's not gonna work mm-hmm. and be willing to walk away from people much sooner before you feel like you done invested so much mm-hmm. like to not invest so much before you can really see somebody's really serious right. about doing the right thing by you right yeah yeah I mean, it's a lot, and I get it's a lot of decisions, especially like for those people that feel like, look, with marriage, I said until death do us part. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? and I said for better or for worse, but sometimes worse is just like it's like I think about like with domestic violence and stuff like that. Ain't, ain't no, ain't no worse. Ain't no worse. Ain't no worse. Cause now, now it's that now it is a life or death matter. Yeah, yeah and I, you know what? I ain't trying to die at the hands of you, right? Absolutely. Period. It's not that deep, but it's it's just sad because, like you said, the because people feel like they have to fulfill this thing. Yeah. Right. People feel like this is the dream. This yeah. is what you're supposed to do. You made a vow. Yeah. And it's almost you know like how it was like when you was like pinky promise. Yep. Mm-hmm. And once you lace pinkies, if you broke that, yeah. God. But, you know, it's interesting because I think we've become too loyal to the people who hurt us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say that. And I think that, <laughs> and I, it's something that I've been noticing over the years, and that's that's really what mm-hmm. this boils down to. Because mm-hmm. you feel like that whole pinky prompt, that's loyalty. Mm-hmm. I want to be loyal to you. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that I'm going to stay by your side regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm here to ride for you regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, that I am indebted to you regardless. Meanwhile, that same loyalty is not given back to you. Mm-hmm. Because if it was, they would not be doing what they're doing. Right. Too loyal to the people that hurt us. Man. That's some chew on right there. Yeah. For real. Because we do find that a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. I mean, just think about this slave mentality. Absolutely. Absolutely. We was too loyal to the masses. So loyal. But again, the manipulation. Mm-hmm. Once you can penetrate into that brain good enough, mm-hmm. you can create that sense mm-hmm. of loyalty, even if it makes no mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. And then when I show you what happens if you don't do what I say or you don't, you know, and that's with anybody. It don't have to be a physical thing. Like, you know, like, it could be something simple as ignoring a person. Mm-hmm. What do people do when they're ignored? Try to get their attention. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to text you. I'm going to say, you know what, if I ain't going to text you no more. And then people be blowing up people phone five, six, seven, eight more times. Yep. And it's just like. Yep. So that, and you don't want that to happen again. Well, I told you. This don't is, do that. Yeah. You know, so it's manipulation comes in different forms and the consequences are different. You know, it's not always this physical, you know, domestic violence thing. Like, I mean, it's guilt. It's, yeah. it's so many yes. different things. Yes. Like, I, trust me, been there, done that, the whole person making you feel guilty for things mm-hmm. things that you shouldn't have to feel guilty mm-hmm. for but they find a way to make you feel guilty for it and then next thing you know you're second guessing yourself like mm-hmm. well maybe i shouldn't have did that maybe mm-hmm. i shouldn't have said that like that maybe i was wrong mm-hmm. i'll be out here apologize right you <laughs> so 
listen to Bell like <laughs> Apologize if you need to, people. If you if if, if you were if, wrong. If you were wrong. If you were wrong, but that's the thing, like, but that, again, that's where that manipulation come into play mm-hmm. because the the manipulator will have you apologizing for stuff that you legit have no reason to apologize yes. for. So you just, you know, I just like I said, I just want people I want people to love themselves enough. Yeah. To not have to deal with things. Like to not deal with things they don't have to. Absolutely. Absolutely. If it's time to let a situation go, y'all, let it go and start over. But stop starting over with the people that have shown you that they're not for you. Yep. And that's just that. Like we gotta, we gotta be able to let go because we almost hoard relationships. Like we hoard stuff. Yep. You gotta be able to let stuff go. It's not useful. It's not purposeful. It's not needed in your life anymore. And it's just causing a lot of clutter, a lot of hurt. And you just need a, you, we gotta cleanse. We gotta get away from that type of stuff. Sometimes you gotta clean your house and by cleaning your house, you gotta let some folks go. Absolutely. And you can be, and this is the thing, you gotta be okay with it. Yes. You gotta make peace with it. And then it's the thing. Don't give yourself the time to heal mm-hmm. afterwards. Like, don't run back to it. Because we're not saying you're not going to miss that person. We're not saying that you're not going to think about that person. But you have got to trust mm-hmm. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because once the dust starts to settle after a while, you'll feel like that. You'll realize it's the best decision you ever mm-hmm. made. Like, you just have to get to that point to gather up the strength to walk away. A lot of people don't want to walk away because they can't see life beyond that mm-hmm. person. Because again, that person has done such a great job at making them feel like mm-hmm. there is no life without them. Yeah. Um. So you have to learn how to think beyond that. You got to see beyond the pain that you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it is. You're right. It is easier said than done, but it is doable. It definitely is doable. Trust and believe that, folks. It's very doable, and you just got to do what you got to do and do what's best for you. Like. You don't have to be miserable just to say that you got somebody. That's a miserable existence. Exactly. God, that's such a miserable existence. I was just having a a conversation with a friend yesterday and we were talking about that because, you know, she was saying like how her homegirl was basically telling her like, oh, basically the reason she's single is, you know, basically because her standards was too high. And she was like, and you know, we were talking and she was just like, no, I just, I just don't want to be with anybody. Like, I don't want to just... I don't, she's like, I don't want to be miserable with somebody. And the truth of the matter is that's not fair either. Right. Being with somebody that you're not really happy with. Mm-mm. So, you know, I just think that just, you don't got to be miserable just to say you with someone. Y'all being single is not some horrible death sentence. Like it really isn't like Mm-mm. you don't have to be ashamed to be by yourself. Like. Rather be by yourself and have some peace of mind than you be with somebody. Yeah, you get to say, oh, yeah, you know, my relationship, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, my husband, my wife. It sound good, but you home every night. You crying all the time because they probably nine out of ten ain't there. You still feel right. very much alone. Y'all relationship is horrible. Ain't no intimacy there. Like, you pretty much feel like you got a whole roommate right. instead of a lover. What's the point of that? Exactly. And we're talking about a specific, if that's your situation. Right. You happy. 
Damn it, be fucking happy. happy. Listen. Enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it. And it is possible. And I think that's what people got to understand. Mm-hmm. A healthy, loving relationship and yes. marriage is possible. Absolutely. Which is even more reason why you should not be in one that isn't. Right. Because I know everybody going to say, they go, you going to go through some things. It's some shit you just don't have to go through. Absolutely. And them big facts. Big facts. It's just some stuff you don't have to put up with. And that's just that. Stop letting these folks make you feel like you got to go through hell and back in order to have truly experienced love. We ain't got to go to hell and back, baby. Girl, you better speak a word to these people on this podcast. Like, for real. Like, I, I don't... You know what? To be honest with you. I don't want to hit rock bottom with a person. Make me throw this mic. <laughs> Girl, who you telling? I, I really don't. Mm-mm. I don't want to be in that type of situation where we where we got to go through the gallows <laughs> and come back up from the dead, you know, rise from the dead. I don't want I don't want the resurrection type of goddamn relationship. <laughs> I, I don't want it. You better speak, Shit, And if that's what's in the plan, hell, keep my ass single forever, baby. Listen. They keep me single. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Y'all just don't understand. I'm a different type of person. Listen. That's facts. That's facts, sis. Like, real talk. That's facts. Because, see, what, what people are not understanding is when they saying all that, oh, relationships is hard and stuff, they not talking about this extra stuff that y'all be going through. Mm-mm. They talking about, really, they talking about the basic day-to-day interaction yeah. of having to share your space mm-hmm. and your emotions with another human right. being. That's what they talking about. Right. They talking about the compromise of, well, you wanted this for dinner, but they wanted that for dinner, and so you bite your tongue and you be like, fine, we'll go to where you want to go for dinner. Right. They talking about, you know, they want the toilet uh, paper to go this way you want the toilet paper mm-hmm. to go that way and so y'all gotta find some type of compromise so but one of y'all gonna be upset because your toilet paper ain't gonna be how you want it that's the type of stuff they talking about right this ain't talking about some oh they cheat you know they've been cheating mm-hmm. since y'all got married and so you know that, that's just some stuff you gotta go through infidelity just one of them things you gotta put up with or you know somebody yelling at you you know at the top of their lungs that's just stuff that you gotta go through mm-hmm. sometimes you know you just gotta have a couple knockout drag outs you know mm-hmm. it ain't really love unless you do no few holes in the wall you know what i'm saying he got four babies but y'all only got one together oh no man i'm good that's, that's not what they talking about that's not what they so so no you don't have to go through all of that extra stuff all of that heartbreaking pain is not some prerequisite for love exactly man period and people be selling that bullshit yes they do they be selling that and people wear that shit on their chest like a badge of honor yep because we done been through some things well congratulations you want a cookie because you done dealt with some dumb stuff to get to where you are exactly I ain't, I ain't trying to be sitting up here with gray hairs and high blood pressure over no relationship. That's just not it. It's not it. I've been there before. Hell, I was doing that. It wasn't even a relationship. Damn. So we, no, we don't have to do that. And we, I'm not just talking to the ladies. I'm talking to men too because exactly. some of y'all out here dealing with some females that are taking y'all through it and y'all so embarrassed because y'all feel like how can y'all tell anybody that a woman putting right. you through this type of stuff so now you going through this joint all the way alone because you feel like you can't tell nobody without them completely joning on you right no my brother mm-hmm. let it go let it go <laughs> listen okay 
let it go like you don't have to deal with that type of stuff we have got to stop pushing this toxic rhetoric that yes. you gotta go through all this horrible stuff to finally get to a good place yes is life going to happen mm-hmm. absolutely life gonna come your way that's gonna happen regardless sometimes right. people get laid off from jobs there's mm-hmm. death in the family or sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta bring in family members into your house you weren't planning on and you know what I'm saying life is going to happen you know illness is happening there's so much that's gonna happen in your lifetime so yes as a couple you're gonna face those mm-hmm. things in life but I like I have to tell my couples all the time life hard enough mm-hmm. y'all gotta already fight against life y'all can't afford to be fighting each other exactly so if you gotta be fighting each other you doing too much too much too much I'm sorry, but I don't want to be with nobody that I don't have no peace of mind with. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not about to do it. I'm not about to be stressing. I don't want to be laid up in my bed every night wondering where my man slash husband is at. Mm-mm. I'm not about to do it. And to me, that don't that don't that ain't some precursor to get to the real love that come later down the line. Yeah. Mm-mm. You're mm-mm. not gonna sell me on that dream. Never. Never. I ain't never wearing that fucking badge. That 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 badge I be wearing. With pride, mm-mm, nah, not that, not that. That's some bull. That's some bull. And we gotta change that. We got to because the truth is that people have only had to go down that path because there was nobody ahead of them to tell them otherwise. Mm-hmm. Period. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. They didn't have nobody else ahead of them to say, "Hey, look, you mm-hmm. don't gotta go through this." Exactly. Like if Cardi B did not take Offset back, she wouldn't have been wrong at all. Nope, would not have been wrong. Man, it's just that. She would not have been wrong. I mean, this man has publicly humiliated her, you know what I'm saying, with all this, you know, sleeping around, all this type of stuff. You know, then you want to come and interrupt that girl show. And it wasn't the first time. Like, that's the thing. Wasn't that boy first time. And, you know, the thing is, yeah, they decided to make it work. And I think that's that's the thing that people have to understand. Stop basing your relationship on what you see other people mm-hmm. doing. Everybody else's relationships are different. So, yeah, you know, Cardi B decided she was going to take Offset back. And from what it publicly appears like, they seem to be doing all right. That's okay for them to. That's their relationship. That's what they decided to do. That's what she decided to do. That's what she decided to go back to. And that's where they are in their relationship and their marriage. The thing is, though, everybody is different. You have to know what works for you. And I know it is so difficult to do that in a society like this one where everybody has an opinion. Everybody is trying to tell you what you should or should not be doing. It's rough. It's hard for you to 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 sift through all of the opinions of other people and get down to the meat of what you want. But the key is you got to figure out what you want because guess what? You the only person that's going to be in that relationship with that person. You the only one that's going to be suffering. You the only one that's going to be sitting at home crying. You the only one that's going to be worried about where they at. You the only one that's going to be doubting yourself and your self-worth because you wondering why this person won't love you. You the only one that's got to deal with that heartache and pain. Yes. And I'm facts. So you gotta you gotta figure out what you wanna do for you. And that's different for everybody. Yes. But just know when you've you've reached a point where you feel like enough is enough, don't let nobody suck you back in. Jesus. Don't let nobody convince you to stay. God damn it, you run out of there. Like it's a damn tiger chasing your ass, okay? Listen, don't look like back you trying either. to don't look back like you trying to get out of the lion's den. You just run and you don't look back and you keep moving forward. Cause if not, you know what's gonna happen if you look back. You're gonna go back. 
you gonna go with it. Period. And then you're gonna wilt away. And then you might just turn into a pillow or something. Oh, hello, somebody. <laughs> hello. Seriously. Don't y'all turn into lot wife out here. Don't look back. Keep looking forward, honey. Look yes. forward. Look forward to what else is out there for you. That's one journey. That door has closed. It's time for a new one. Absolutely. So. I think this has been a good discussion. It has. It's been a great discussion. I think there's, um, you know, it's one of those discussions that you could talk about forever because yes. there's so much that goes into it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but the, the thing is just, y'all, you don't have to go through all of that. Yes. Stuff. You don't. You don't. That's not, that's mm-hmm. not needed for love. Like mm-hmm. healthy love does not require all of that right. heartbreak. It requires sacrifice. Right. But sacrifice and heartbreak are two different things. What she said. So, we hope you have enjoyed today's episode of Two Angry Black Women. Be sure to check out our social media handles. Exhale Live underscore Tish Mellow on Instagram and Exhale Live with Tish and Mellow on Facebook. And if you want to see us in person and interact with us, please be sure to check us out when we go live for Exhale Live with Tish and Mellow on March 6th. I mean, March 6th. March? Girl, you trying to take us back. I know, right? I did try to take us back. May 6th, y'all. It'll be May 6th next time y'all catch us on XL Live. Well, once again, we've really enjoyed you. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. And until next time, stay passionate, folks.